Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Pete. And we are here with one of our favorite writer, artist, people, Tony Fleeks. Tony, welcome. Hey, everybody. Hey, Pete. Hey, Alex. Oh, my gosh. Uh, welcome. We're so excited to chat with you here. Live-esque. Live-esque, I guess. Live to tape? <laughs> Live to tape. That's <laughs> the actual way you say it. Yeah, I guess I should figure that out. Here at Baltimore Comic Con, we're here on day two. Lots of stuff we want to talk to you about. I do want to start off, though... I don't know if you're allowed to respond to this, but Stray Dogs, Dog Days. Yes. Love that book. Thank you. There was a list that came out recently of top-selling image comic books, yeah. and I was pleasantly surprised to see <laughs> Me too. that book at number nine. I think it was between Noctera and M.O.M., Mother of Madness, yeah. Amelia Clark's book. Is that accurate? Did that is that... accurate, yeah. I feel like if it wasn't for, for Todd, we would have cracked the top five. He had those... He mm-hmm. had those early spots staked out with all those spawns where he did the, you know, buy 500 copies, yeah. get a free sketch or, you know, like, but yeah. Yeah, we, we did real good on that book. A lot of it obviously was we did uh, just a shit ton of uh, retailer variant covers. Mm-hmm. And so when they get those, they have to order, I think it's like 500. So, you know, you get like 100 of those, you're already sitting at like 50,000. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was crazy. That was a good time. I bought a house. Off uh, of that book? Yeah. Well, off of Stray Dogs. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, I didn't pay it off. But, <laughs> <laughs> but. Can you buy things with comics? Like you turn in comics instead of money? Because uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's going to be big for me. <laughs> I, wish, <laughs> I wish I could hand in some comps. Uh, so, wait, let's stay on this because yeah. I do want to talk about other things. But how, we, again, we love Stray Dogs. That clearly increased in interest yeah. in a big way over the course of the issues. So... Is that how it works, basically? Like, you look at the orders as they increase over the issues of Stray Dogs, and then when it comes time for Dog Days, you're able to convince the retailers to order a ton more of them? No, it was it didn't take any convincing. It was okay. basically, um, with Stray Dogs, what happened was it started out uh, at, at a good number, but there was good word of mouth, and then around issue four, we had optioned it uh, to Paramount before the book even, like six months before it even came out. Basically, we had, like, a first issue done, and I gave it to my manager, and they just took it out and sold it. And so it it was in the trades, but, like, nobody knew what Stray Dogs was six months before Stray Dogs. So then around issue four, uh, speculators start to find out, like, oh, this could be a thing. Uh, And so then they start to jump on. And then we had done, like, uh, I think, like, nine variants for the first issue, which is, like, crazy. But it's about average for a for an image first issue with, with the retailer variant 
situation. Like, I think we did about that for Local Man, too. Um, and then we started going into reprints. Issues started selling out. Like, number one sold out the first day, which is pretty pretty common-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, just because okay. re- retailers taking a shot on an on a unknown first issue, they order conservatively. And then word of mouth was so good that they were just like, oh, it's out. We got we to gotta do more. And we, I had done a lot to sort of like pre, uh, pre-sell that book. Like I went to Comics Pro. I handed out preview copies to retailers. I called people. I mailed stuff out. Like wow. I do a lot as far as like uh, promotion goes for my creator-owned stuff. So, uh, but yeah, so when issue four came out, the news about the speculation or the the option sort of creeped into like speculator markets and so that started to go crazy so then we're reprinting and reprinting and it's those horror movie covers so it just added up you know we there was one day we did this like final printings thing where uh it's like all we did all five issues the last printings of them like the first issue went into five printings and the then the fifth issue sold out and so we did a second printing of the fifth fifth issue and we sold like 167,000 wow. of, ju- of just those on that day. That's well, wild. I'd also just like to point out, we loved it, but we were also, like, scarred for right. life. Yes. So, I mean, it's uh, it's such a great idea, and you cash in. Like, it's such a cool... Thank you. Like, well-executed idea, and it's easy to get on board and understand, and I think it, that really translated. It's, it's definitely, the like, the best idea I, I will probably ever have. <laughs> and so now it's just a matter of, like, taking all my other ideas and going, like, all right, well, let's just make these as good as possible. <laughs> because I'm not going to have, like, serial killer who kidnaps people's dogs idea again right away. You know, at least not right away. It was really something where I had the idea, and I started talking about it, and I started telling my friends about it, and everybody was like, oh shit and I was like yeah I guess that is cool right and then, so, <laughs> then it was just a matter of like finding Trish and sort of putting the team together and putting the book together And but I was definitely more motivated to get that one out than anything like I have a list of you know like ideas and create our own stuff but that was the one when I had the idea I was like I gotta get going on this soon because what if somebody else thinks of yeah someone else does it serial yeah. killer yeah. And, and before we move on how did you feel about the I think it was Jamie Foxx Will Ferrell movie Strays that came out is that annoying? I just wish it had done better okay you know because <laughs> I was like well maybe you know maybe there will be a a run on you know R-rated dog movies you know <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it had been a huge if it was like Ted yeah then they'd be like does anybody have anything else with dogs that's R-rated and I would just be like I do yeah you know? but yeah I, I didn't mind it that much I do mind uh, this is my first Comic Con after that movie came out so I do now have to field questions of just like is this that it's not no, that <laughs> it's not it's better it's much oh, better definitely you. check it out uh, here's another one that we've been loving you've been doing this with Tim Seeley is Local Man yeah. which is a great riff on 90s, early 2000s comics. Um, we've been talking about it nonstop on the show, but I did want to ask you in particular about Local Bad Gold. I don't know, is it okay to get into spoilers Yeah, for a sure. Bit? I figure if it's, it's been out for a couple weeks. If somebody's listening to an interview with me at Baltimore <laughs> Comic Con at this point, they probably read Local Man Gold, and if not, you know, it's, okay. it's sort of unspoilable. So my big question is, how did you pull that off? Because it is a mashup of a wild range of Image Comics characters, yeah. including the one that blew my lid off that I couldn't believe you did, was you got Joan from Love Everlasting yes. to show up there. Well, uh, between Tim and I, we know pretty much everybody in comics, just from having you know been, been around for as long as we have. You know, Tim's worked at DC and Marvel, and mm-hmm. I pretty much drew My Little Pony only for 10 years, but I'm 
very charming. And so, uh, you know, you get around me at a convention and you're like, I like this guy. So I know, you know, like I know pretty much everybody. Uh, But Tim worked with Tom King on Grayson. And so they're tight. They talk all the time. And he was like, hey, we're doing this crossover thing. Uh, Could we use Joan? And (laughs) I think Tom King was just like, that's weird. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You know? Uh, and and we had this idea about like doing all these characters, sort of doing an Image United slash Deathmate slash you know whatever Image crossover. Um, and the idea was I'd draw the main characters, the like our local man characters in real life, and then Tim would draw all the crossover characters and sort of do his version of their styles. So he draws Firebreather like Andy Coon, mm-hmm. and he draws Joan like Elsa Chartier. And, like, he just does, you know, his best Mark Silvestri on Stryker. And, you know, like, Boof, he's trying to draw, like, John Cleary, who was trying to draw, like, Todd McFarlane. So it's like a, <laughs> it's like a copy of a copy. Uh, so what's next for that book? Because you've gone through so many amazing 90s cliches and really tweaked them and plumped into them and dig, dug into them in a really emotional, interesting way. Thank you. So what's coming up? What's next in the book? Well, so, spoilers still... Uh, but at the end of the first arc, we sort of have this big reveal about uh, Jack's uh, ex-girlfriend, Inga, who, who he left. When he left the small town, he left her behind. And she's sort of been like a character in the story, but she's going to be a much bigger character now. And uh, so for the second arc, every issue of Local Man is a flip book where on the one side, I draw the, the modern day adventures of this guy, Jack Zaver, formerly the superhero Cross Jack, in the Midwest, living with his mom and dad, just being hated by everyone around him and him just trying to figure out like what he's going to do with his life now that he's not a superhero it's sort of like a, it's definitely like a midlife crisis book for both Tim and I like both of, like <laughs> Tim sort of bounced back a little more but both of us sort of like went through divorces and we're just sort of like let's do something about like nostalgia and about this shit that we're going through and just like all this stuff and then make make it into like a, a palatable you know like the sort of thing people would want to read where you can sort of like sneak feed them a book about like loss or grief or whatever, yeah. you know? Now, oh, uh, go ahead. something that you're kind of uh, talking about and I want to just circle back to is Tim, Se- Tim Seeley is great. Like a really <laughs> fun person. Like, First question, Tim Seeley, great? <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Uh, uh, can we talk a little bit about like working with him and the, yes. the kind of fun of that or like what he brings to a project that no, you're surprised awesome. about? Um, it's because like I, I have different kind of collaborations like the like when I obviously when I do work for higher stuff that's sort of more uh, separated you just sort of work through the editor or whatever um, and so I'm not really working with the writer or anybody else on the team that much on stray dogs I'm super involved the whole time you know like it's like I do thumbnails and then I work with the person who does tight layouts or backgrounds and then I work with Trish and like I'm always involved in that book um, and the follow-up book we're doing to that, I'm always involved in that. So just, like, constantly involved. And, and Local Man is similar, except Tim is the exact same as me, where he's also always involved and always in there. And so, like, it's a very... It's sort of like... Uh, you know when you do... This is not about uh, Stray Dogs at all. <laughs> I'll just say that. But, you know, when you do projects in school and you're the last one working on the science fair project and everybody else went home and you're, it's like 3 a.m. and you're just like, hey, that, this thing's due tomorrow. Is anybody, nobody else cares? You know, it's going to go on my permanent record. <laughs> Tim and I are both that guy. And so uh, I'll put stuff up on the Dropbox late at night and then I'll wake up in the morning and he'll have already attacked it and done his part of it, you know. And so we both write it and we both draw it. And so we're both sort of like 
super involved in it the whole time, and uh, and so it's super like it's a great collaboration because I think both of us do something that the other one doesn't do, and so it's sort of. Uh, it sort of makes for this sort of full meal of a comic. I mean, every issue of it, too, is, like, long. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't think there's been one that's under 22 pages on my side, and then there's always, like, another four to six pages on his side. You know, so it's all, uh, it's very collaborative. We're always in there. Every every page of it, we both write, we, and then, you know, it, even on the pages where I draw or he draw, like, the other one, sometimes we'll just go in and, like, fuck with something you know so it's like very it's like a great collaboration yeah and, and I'll just add I mean this is tying into a bunch of the stuff we've been talking about but the thing that I really love about it is it could be a joke premise and yes. certainly there's jokes in it yes. that you guys are giving it not just this emotional grounding but this overall story arc that I felt like oh okay this is going to be a mini series I get it and then it kept going but it makes sense that it keeps going right. at the same time well, it, that definitely comes from, like, the way that people pitch it, or, like, even when I go in my comic shop and buy it, like, people think that the premise of it is a gag because of how those books are sort of, like, looked at now, uh, you know, 30 years later. The people are just like, oh, that's when comics sucked or whatever. But Tim and I were kids then, and to us, like, that's basically, like, my Claremont X-Men or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, I read fucking Todd Nock and Eric Stevenson's New Men and was just like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I want to read these stories forever. These I love these superheroes, you know? And so it's basically just us d- taking them seriously the same way people take Spider-Man seriously or take, you know... Obviously, we're not using New Men. We're not allowed to use them. We have some of them. But we're not allowed <laughs> to use the whole team. Uh, but it's basically like, let's make our character like that. Let's do our our version that fits into that world and take it seriously. And, and so I think that is what surprises people about it is they see the covers and they're just like, oh, I remember that, fun. And then they open it up and they're just like, oh, man, this is... <laughs> this guy's really <laughs> this, going through it. This is sad. Yeah. He's, having, he's having a sad time. He's having a hard time. Yeah. Uh, the book is great. You have coming up Army of Darkness Forever yes. as well, right? What can you tell us about that? So I was just talking to the editor for that. He's down here. Um, it's, uh, it's me. It's Justin Greenwood. It's this. It's Brad Simpson who colors Local Man and Stray Dogs, uh, so it's beautifully colored, like all my stuff. Um, it's the direct sequel to the director's cut of Army of Darkness, which is if you've seen Army of Darkness on DVD, there's this ending where uh, Ash is supposed to take this potion and wake up 600 years in the future from medieval times, back in his own time, and he takes one drop too many and he wakes up like basically after the end of the world. So, like, the, the world's been destroyed, it's been bombed out, and he's like, oh, I slept too long. And the plan was, you know, like, Evil Dead 2, he, at the end, he goes back to medieval times, Army of Darkness, at the end, he wakes up 100 years in the future, and then the next one was going to be, like, Ash and the Techno Army of Darkness versus the end of time or whatever, you know, versus the apocalypse. So we're doing that. Like, uh, I was talking to Nick Barucci about, uh, like, he loves stray dogs, and he was very supportive of that book. And he was like, hey, do you have any ideas for Army of Darkness? And I said, well, has anybody ever done just the sequel to that director's cut? And, and then they were like, well, we got to look into it because they've done that book for 20 years. <laughs> right. And they were like, no, nobody ever has even approached it. And I was like, well, that is crazy. It's <laughs> like the only thing I'd want to do. Yeah. So it's basically a direct sequel to that. But also, after I don't want to explain how, but after you read the first issue, you're like, oh, it's also a direct sequel to the original ending. And it's, so it's like it's like basically just it fits right in your I, I think of it as I want people to buy it in issues, of course, 
but eventually there will be a hardcover, and you can sit it on your shelf next to the Blu-ray for Army of Darkness and before whatever Ash vs. Evil Dead or the remakes or whatever. Like, it'll fit right in, which is a a tough trick to pull off because... uh, Dynamite only has a license for Army of Darkness. Like, the licenses for all those movies are sort of split to the winds, Mm -hmm. scattered in a million different places. So we can only do stuff that's in Army of Darkness, but there's this flashback at the beginning of Army of Darkness to Evil Dead 2, and we can use that (laughs) as well. It got, like, grandfathered in. So we can have that stuff as well. It's very, it's, it's like a fun math problem to play with. Nice. But it's it's really fun. Uh, Justin is done drawing issue four. I just turned in the script for five, and we're hoping it's going to be a twelve issue like oh, wow. full story, like beginning, middle, and end. And you'll get to the end of it, and you'll just be like, "There it is. Fits right in. Love it." Now, when you're writing something like this, where you have Bruce Campbell's yeah. iconic voice yeah. in your head, does that make it easier or harder for you? It kind of makes it easier, okay. but it's sort of like. I feel like the the one trap that I find myself trying not to fall into is don't write Bruce Campbell, write Ash. Because Bruce Campbell is sharp and, like, very witty and, like, always knows what's going on. He's, like, the smartest guy in the room. And Ash is sort of a dipshit, you know? Like, (laughs) he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, but he's not. And so, like, that's important to sort of work into it. Like, you want that sort of, like, false bravado. Um so yeah, it's, uh, it's it makes it easier just having so much ash out there. Like, obviously you're not allowed to reference all the other movies, but I have them all in my head as just like here's how this guy is, you know. So yeah. And before we let you go, anything else you want to plug? Where should people check you out online these days? Um, I'm on, I'm always on social media. I'm, I'm on X. <laughs> the coolest site. Oh it's yeah, so a lot of cool. people love it. it love how you. they did Ukraine. Super cool of them. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I'm on, I'm on TikTok now. I post TikToks. Okay. Like the kids do. Uh-huh. Dances <laughs> I'm out and there stuff. dancing. Nice. No. I, just, like, I just like that you can just make videos on your phone. I was like, this yeah. is crazy. I made a, a trailer for Stray Dogs like in uh, uh, like iMovie before that book came out. It took me for like a night and a half. I was just like, you know, oh, wow. in there tweaking stuff. And, and then on TikTok, I can just like put shit together in 20 minutes and throw it's it out great. there. So I'm on TikTok. Uh, TonyFleece.com, you can buy original art, and there's, like, a list of my upcoming conventions and stuff like that. Um, keep keep ordering Local Man. Uh, the trade comes out in September, which is now. Yep. Yeah. And then <laughs> Issue 6 comes out in October. Local Man Gold's in stores right now. So that book is, like, there's more Local Man than you know what to do with coming out right now. Uh, and then Army of Darkness Forever goes on FOC very soon. Um, and we want big numbers on that because that way I can go all the way to 12 and, and tell the whole story. Uh, and then me and Trish Forstner and the whole Stray Dogs team are working on a follow-up to Stray Dogs. Uh, the name of it I will not tell you right now because it's not announced yet, but it's, uh, it's going to be about cats, and it'll probably come out early next year, uh, probably like first quarter of next year if I had to guess. Excellent. Um, fingers crossed Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx don't do a Cats movie before that. We'll see what happens. They're already working on it, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> same name. Oh. <laughs> same color scheme. Mm-hmm. Just to really confuse people. That'll be great. Yeah, Tony, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, Always thank you guys for having me. Thanks for the support. And if you'd like to support this podcast and all the podcasts, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about comics. 
Apple, Android, Spotify, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at Comic Book Live on Twitter, Comic Book Club Live on TikTok or Instagram, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast, and many more. Until next time, we'll see you at the Comic Book Shop. Crap,